Hello and welcome to another episode of The Curriculum, a podcast from Cornerstones Education. We do our best to provide advice, insight and information for primary school leaders and teachers, all in the time it takes to get to work or grab a quick cuppa. In this episode, our very own Laura McLaughlin-Hart is on location in Truro, Cornwall. She spoke to Lynn McNamara, Executive Principal at Probus Primary School, who's worked in education for more than 25 years. She was substantive head at a number of schools in the north of England and Cornwall, an HMI in the southwest, and now an executive principal for Aspire Multi Academy Trust. Lynn is also school improvement partner for several schools in Cornwall. Lynn brings all of her experience to this conversation, which covers what a good curriculum looks like and the impact it can have on both teachers and children. She also goes on to talk about how Probus has used the Cornerstones curriculum to make positive changes to their school. I'll hand you over to Laura, who kicks the conversation off. So we're going to be talking about the curriculum today. Um, And I'm just wondering, when we talk about curriculum, what does that mean to you? What does the word curriculum mean? And how is the curriculum being delivered here in your school in Probus? As a teacher and as a head, I always felt that the quality of the curriculum, which is what you are teaching, the medium through which you are teaching the children within your school or your class, had to be um, as imaginative and as engaging as it could possibly be. Um, so the word curriculum actually it, it covers it covers a whole range of things. It covers um, making sure that all of the learning objectives are in place, and so that's curriculum coverage. It's it's knowing how to break those objectives down into small enough steps for every child to be able to make progress. It's knowing how to extend those objectives and deepen those objectives so that the children who are um, more able or most able within a class can still feel that they are engaging in the same learning as their peers, but that they're engaging at a level that is appropriate to them and is matched to their needs. Learning has to be has to be memorable it has to be fun and it has to be engaging particularly for boys and and so when designing a curriculum or choosing a commercially produced curriculum you have to kind of be guided by what you hold true to um, as a practitioner so what is important to you and and to me Um, If we cannot teach children to read and to write and to be able to communicate from a very young age, they're not going to find any learning at any stage accessible. And so from from tiny, we have to have um, literacy and an ability to communicate and an ability to to, um, understand the world around them as the the first and foremost pieces of learning that we put in place. And we have to know that those foundations from the beginning are solid and that they're going to engender in the children a curiosity and, and a desire to want to learn more. And if we can't do that in a fun way and in a memorable way, then you can very quickly bring a a feeling or a sense of inadequacy to children, particularly children who might have um, special needs 
or may be disadvantaged or may have other barriers to, to learning that, that you've not recognised or you've not addressed or the curriculum you're using doesn't, doesn't um, remove the barrier for. So I think that by choosing a curriculum that is engaging, is creative, is imaginative and is consistent in every single classroom from nursery through to year six removes a lot of those barriers without the teacher even having to think about how that's been done. Um, I've chosen cornerstones in both the schools that I, I work in today um, and I up until four terms ago I hadn't seen cornerstones materials so you know I've chosen that specifically because it goes through from nursery so from foundation stage one to year six and it it's um, choices of imaginative learning projects that the children can engage in are wide and varied and match the interests of a whole range of children from different backgrounds, from different experiences and of different ages. Um, so the teachers are able from from two years old or three years old to approach learning in the same way. So there's an engagement, engaging part of the study. There's the then developing part of the study. They, the children then innovate, they apply what they learn, and then the whole project is, it culminates in an expression of what they've learned. And that pattern happens from foundation stage one through into foundation stage, and then year one through to year six. Um, and, and that really, to me, consistency and cohesion of approach and knowing that everything within um, each imaginative learning project has been checked against the curriculum and matched against objectives has been really important. I've had a tour, I was lucky enough this morning to have a tour around your school. Um, I've spoken to quite possibly some of the most enthusiastic young people I think I've ever met. Um, <laughs> they were very, very uh, eager to tell me all about their visits to places that they've been, uh, the writing that they've done afterwards, and even the pig heart that they dissected earlier this year. Um, and I've looked through some of their work. Now, could you tell us a little bit about the the unique approach that you've introduced in Probus in terms of their books and their recording of, of their activities? I, I've described that Cornerstones is, is holistic. It is thematic. Um, there, there are a whole range of titles for teachers to choose from in every year group. But what made Cornerstones stand out for me is that running through every single theme is literacy and it places literacy and classic literature at the heart of the of the whole um, curriculum. Um, it means that in year one or in year five the children learn through through language but overlaid on that are all of the other foundation subjects and everything is linked together and because it's holistic, I felt, and, and actually I've always worked in this way, I felt that to record their outcomes in, in many different places was, was not going to deliver um, an, an evidence or a demonstration of their learning. So we record all the learning in one place and we call that the learning process book. And every child in school has a learning process book. 
that book goes through the whole year with them and every single piece of writing um, in in literacy or science or RE or history um, is recorded in the learning process book. But if, a, if a, a teacher has a rehearsal for writing session where they're doing drama, then a photograph is taken and that's in the learning process book. If they go to church for a, for a festival or if they go on a school trip to a farm or to, uh, I don't know, um, an aquarium or the, or the zoo, all of those experiences that will link to their learning are all recorded in their learning process book. So that that book, by the end of the year, becomes a complete capsule of learning for that child for that particular year. It means that you're able to very clearly see progression, progression from the, their first pieces of work until their, their last piece of work. So that gives you progression across a year or progression across a half term or progression across a term. It's very, very easy to see. And referring back to, um, to HMCI's latest commentary on ensuring that curriculums were not narrowed down to maths and English and that there was still that broad and balanced or that vibrant curriculum that you know we we hope to see in schools this ensures that you're still able to get that you're still able to show um, across a whole six-week block that writing in English or writing in literacy is the expectation is just as high as writing in science. Um, you're also able to plan your literacy in a manner where you're expecting those literacy lessons to be apparent in the next piece of work that they do. So it could be that you've got a, a GPS lesson on the use of the semicolon, followed immediately by a science activity that afternoon where your expectation is that in this next piece of writing, you want to see the use of the semicolon. And, and it becomes really apparent to anybody who looks through our books that you have got the complete picture of that child's learning. There is no hiding place um, for anything that isn't of the, the highest quality. The presentations, um, standard of presentation is high, the standard of handwriting is high, the marking and feedback given in every area, the expectation is that it will be consistent. Um, the children's own expectations for themselves rises immediately because they know that this is their only book and the one that their parents will have at the end of the year and they naturally want it to look as beautiful as it can um, and I mean I, I'm just very very proud of their books and I know that my teachers are when they take them to moderation meetings we've been inspected um, at a number of my schools and I've always worked in this way and inspectors and myself, uh, you know, when I was a HMI, you can see the complete picture. You can't sort of put place a value or an importance on um, how how much it tells about you and your school to see work of this quality and to see work of this quality in every year group so that there is no difference from year one, year two through to year six in the expectation, in the approach and in the 
the kind of the high standards of presentation and the pride that the children take in their workbooks. Um, and the parents, the parents love them. The parents have a record of every single year that the children are in school, a complete record. The, the children's spellings go in the same book. The children's um, handwriting practice go into the same learning process book. So the whole building of learning, the picture from year to year, is, is just evident immediately. Um, and finally, um, you have been using the Cornerstones curriculum at your school for just over a year now. Yep. What would you say are the main advantages of, of using this curriculum? Um, in, order, in order to answer that really, I, I think you have to know where, where a school came from. And when I took over this school four terms ago, no, five terms ago I took over, um, outcomes, attainment outcomes, were as low as I've ever seen. Um, the school achieved significant minus across the whole of the Raise Online. So at every phase, the school was achieving significant minus. My, um, my challenge was to very quickly get to the heart of why children were not achieving um, the way that they ought to be achieving to at least bring them in line with national average and go beyond national average. And I had to do that rapidly. So I, I expected, given the, given the raise online outcomes, that I might find inadequate teaching, but I didn't find inadequate teaching. I found actually that the, the staff did not have the right framework or tools or vehicle to, to utilise their own teaching expertise and, and ensure that the children made the kind of progress they needed to make. So at that point, we explored a number of commercially available curriculums. Um, and as I said, this is the only one that had literacy and language running right through the heart of it. Um, we trialled it. We trialled it for a term. And then my staff, all of them, wholeheartedly endorsed going forward and buying it. So we bought the curriculum and we have now done one complete year through. And within that one year... Outcomes at every phase, well, engagement is, is right up there. Enthusiasm for learning, my children just are, they, they, they go beyond themselves to tell any visitors how much fun learning is, how learning in this manner is so different to how they used to learn. Um, the main advantage really in terms of what they will tell you is that they can remember their learning. It's made learning memorable for them. But um, in terms of outcomes, we now in 2017 achieved beyond um, national expectations in every phase and we achieved, achieved outstanding attainment outcomes at key stage two in that we were 90% or 93% at expected standard. But for me, the most important measure has been that greater depth standard, which we were 43% greater depth in writing. And that really was achieved in 12, in 12 months, in three terms. Um, and the depth and the quality of the writing drawn out through every single subject area, I think, is because this this product aims to put literacy in every subject area and develop a thread of writing through the whole curriculum. And that way their learning deepens and, and, and it, it's just apparent, it's evident in the outcomes that we had. The other thing it helps is for schools who have got 
teams of teachers. So if you have a job share situation, having something like cornerstones in place means that you can very clearly still insist on consistency of approach and also on that it, it helps that sense of cohesion even if the two teachers or the three teachers don't find time to get together and plan together as often as they would like the planning dovetails so whatever part of the jigsaw throughout the week you are delivering it fits as part of the whole and so it autom- it just naturally makes learning cohesive and it ensures for the children that they don't feel that kind of that discrepancy between what one teacher delivers and what the next teacher delivers um it it just makes it far more natural and far more um seamless from from one teacher to the next so they for me have been the major advantages um but actually when you when you talk to the children they will just tell you um as one little girl did today that it makes learning fun and it makes it makes learning enjoyable and for me then job done you know if we've in, if we've incited curiosity um in children that lasts for a lifetime if they can look back and remember when they learned how to do a particular thing at primary school years later then then we we've, we've done what we need to do and that's that's make children hungry to learn more amazing lynn it's been absolutely lovely to meet you today and thank you for sharing your thoughts and experiences with us and that's it for this episode of the curriculum You can subscribe to the podcast in Apple Podcasts on your iPhone or iPad. Or if you have an Android device, you can try something like Pocket Casts. It means you get the episodes going straight to your phone or tablet, and you can discover a whole world of other podcasts out there. Um, If you've enjoyed the show, please tell someone about it. Just uh, send them a quick email or give them a nudge in person. Um, If you want to know more about Cornerstones, the curriculum as in the Cornerstones curriculum, and um, other products, you can go to cornerstoneseducation.co.uk and you can learn more about this show, including how to subscribe at cornerstoneseducation.co.uk slash podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback and any ideas you might have for the show. Just get in touch by emailing podcasts at cornerstoneseducation.co.uk or drop us a line on Twitter, where we are cornerstonesedu. That's it. Speak to you next time. Thank you.